We caught back up with Robin today who had to break the news to her family that her new boyfriend had an odd job, you might say. <laughs> Ew, it was something, all right. Plus, Mike Bryant from the Law Offices of Bradshaw and Bryant was in studio with a fender bender in a parking lot, and everyone thinks it's a scam now. And in the feud, I have no idea what languages are sexy. Oh, my. And you'll find that out painfully. All right, let's get into it now. It's the podcast. Kelly and Wood. When we talked to Robin on Friday, she had to tell her family that the guy that she was dating that they met and loved works part-time as a male stripper. Let's try to keep this clean today. We have to, mm-hmm. dude. Come on. It got it got very sophomoric on Barely. Friday. I don't like when we do that. No. It's cheap. It's cheap laughs. Not that kind of show. We can do that off the air. Mm-hmm. All right, but we got Robin back on the phone with us right now. Robin, how was your weekend? It was actually great. Seriously? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So how did it break Uh, down? How did you do it? Well, I, you know, I, we went out to dinner because I figured a public place might be. (laughs) Risky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, my parent, you know, especially my mom, they're concerned about what people think. I don't think they would cause a scene. So we, we went to dinner and at first, they were like, okay. I mean, they were definitely surprised. And then my mom was like, does he make good money? I was like, absolutely. Ooh, he's paying for and, this dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And he, honestly, my dad was the one who was a little worried about like the party lifestyle and everything. I can see um, that. Yeah. And then he kind of was like, well whatever is he faithful to you and i was like yes absolutely and then he was like okay and then we finished our dinner and everything was fine i i, I can't believe how well it went honestly. really yeah he, was yeah. was he there for this or was it just you and your parents it was just i didn't want to put him through it. Yeah. That Ooh, was, that okay was that, would, <laughs> that would have been terrible to sit through i boy i yeah. i I would have brought him along, but that would have been me. Is, do you think it's gonna be? You think it's gonna be awkward for him now the next time he sees your family? And that would have been my reasoning. Yeah. Um, I I don't think so. I mean, he gets up on stage every night, and I, I think he's used to being pretty confident. And because the conversation went so well, he knows they're not going to be judging him. So. Was he worried about, was he okay with you telling them? I mean, I guess we never asked that on Friday. Like, how was his mindset of you telling your parents? Uh, he was, he thought it was a good idea. You know, like, the longer we're together, we don't want it to build up. So, he was like, I think we should just do it now. Yeah. yeah this. Do you feel like this relationship, it, it, I mean, I, maybe you don't want to say on the radio, but this could be the guy? I do feel that way, yes. Have you, have you guys had that conversation yet? Um, not like so bluntly, I guess, uh, but I think there are signs between the two of us. So I think we both think that. Yeah. Okay. Then my next question is, if he's your husband, are you still going to be okay with him doing this? Um, I think, well, maybe we'll have to cross that bridge. <laughs> I, I <think>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he's a lawyer at that point in time, I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, I'll be real with you here, Robin. You got the full package. Obviously, he's a good-looking fella. Smart, going right. to lawyer. Yeah. Tell you what, he's making me feel bad about myself here. 
<laughs> well, this was awesome. It turned out, and we kept it pretty clean today. I think we did. Except for you saying you've, she's got the full package. Well. You know what? I let that one slide. Yeah, can we clean it up, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Robin, I appreciate you letting us be a part of this one. This was really cool to hear you uh, hear you talk about this, and congratulations to you. Very. Thanks. Thank you so much. We're starting to slip up now. We got to go. Okay. Bye. Kelly and Wood. All right. We got some Vikings tickets to give away, and it's real simple. You just got to guess will I get the answer right or wrong to this football question Wood has for me. All thanks to Pepsi. We want to get you in to see the Vikings take on the Chicago Bears and get you qualified in for the grand prize, which is the Vikings in 49ers. But that's in the suite. That is right down there. We get to go down. The players come through there. Like, they oh, have to block so cool. it up. Like, stop, stop. Here comes Justin Jefferson. I wonder if drunk people ever just shout out mean things when the players are coming out on the field. Yes. <laughs> but that's what? neither here nor there. No, it's not. It's, I just, it was just something that popped in my head. We got Katie on the phone who's ready to play. Katie, what are you up to this morning? Oh, I just got done with my son's doctor appointment, so heading back home. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, are you ready to possibly win some uh, Vikings tickets? I sure am. All right. All right. Now, I have a question here for Kelly Jordan. We'll see if he knows this. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. The Minnesota Vikings in the 1970s featured one of the greatest defensive lines who went by the nickname of what? Now, will Kelly Jordan get this question right or wrong? Oh, I don't think he's going to get it right, so. It's a solid guess. No solid faith guess. in the kid. But I think I might know this one. So the question really quickly again. It, the Minnesota Vikings featured one of the greatest defensive lines of all time in the 1970s. Their nickname was? I think I might know this. Wasn't there a song about it as well? That I don't know, man. <laughs> was it the... Pr- <laughs> it was, why can't we be friends? No. Yes. Wasn't it? Were they called the Purple People Eaters? Final answer. That is my ultimate response. That is correct! Yeah! Yeah! Alan Page, Carl Eller, Jim Marshall, and Gary Larson uh, combining for that. That's what I thought. Wow! I can't believe I knew that one. Holy smokes. <laughs> Listen, I'm very sorry. I should have thought you would have known that one. What's that? I said I should have thought you would have known that one. Yeah, I don't know why, why I know it. Yeah. <laughs> why would you think that? Yes, no, I knew it. Nobody's more surprised one. when I get it right than I am. So, <laughs> Kelly and Wood. Would you have a very specific way that you like your bed to be when you go to sleep? Absolutely. And you swear by having separate sheets from your wife. Absolutely. And it all makes sense. The story checks out. Did you know that you are flirting with something called the Scandinavian sleeping method, which is now going viral? Okay. Here, I got a woman here talking about it. My husband and I love Copenhagen. We've been in Copenhagen a bunch of times, and every time we go, I say when I get home, I'm going to give our house a Copenhagen-inspired Copenhagen makeover, and we're starting in the bedroom. No top sheet. Those things are absolutely useless. We're getting rid of that. And then the most exciting part is we're going to be doing the Scandinavian sleep method. So in Copenhagen, not once have I slept with one duvet. It is always two twins, and we sleep so good. No one's fighting over blankets. Nobody's too hot or too cold. But this is just absolutely the comfiest way to sleep. I 10 out of 10 recommend it. It could save marriages. You're, you're doing the Scandinavian sleeping method. You heard she said no. two duvets. The Scandinavians are doing the wood sleep method. Oh, Let's get it, that straight. They got now. it from you. My bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it makes sense. I know. 
I, every time I see like those old 1950s TV shows where they're sleeping in separate beds because they couldn't show people sleeping in the same bed on TV, I'm like, honestly, that makes way more sense. Right. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with why? Why do we have to sleep in the same bed? And I only say this because I'm such a light sleeper that I'm woken up so many times throughout the night by various things, whether it be snoring. Uh, and now my wife, because after going through her chemotherapy, I don't want to put too much of her business out there. She gets hot flashes now. Okay. All right. And so, like, three times a night, the covers are going off and the fan is coming on that, that she has by her side. Oh, you got to keep that fan on 24-7. Then the, but then she gets colds and the covers go back on and the fan goes off. And every time this happens, it wakes me up. So I'm like, man, would it be so bad if we just had separate beds? No. No. Separate beds, whatever. Separate blankets, that is the key to it. And, she, and by the way, whoever that just was... She's wrong. Top sheets are a must. I love a good top sheet. A nice cold top sheet in the summertime. Top sheets are a must. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, I was shocked to hear this, that that's how they do it. And you've sworn by that for years. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised you're finally starting to catch on with me. <laughs> it took. A, I'm always a few steps behind you, man. Yeah. You know, and China's been, you know, focused in on me. Yeah. Surveilling me for a long time. So I'm, I'm honestly surprised it didn't start there. But what are they taking from you? Everything. Oh. But you know what? I'm just glad other people are starting to open up their eyes and see what the future can hold. Two separate duvets. And look at the people texting in. My husband and I have slept with separate blankets for years from Janelle. That's what my fiance and I do. Separate blankets. It's the second. only way to sleep well. Brian, you're sleeping in a bed with someone and your guys aren't even married yet? Watch yourself. All right. Hey, don't I didn't you know that. be judging I, I him. Okay, my wife was pregnant before we got I was going to say, your kid was at your wedding. Slow <laughs> down. Moving on. Let's. We got the trash flash on the way next. And I've got myself a gentleman who, despite wearing bracelets, yeah. thought he'd get the last laugh on the cops, but it didn't work out that way. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We'll give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash flash. We're headed to Florida. Kentucky, my friend. Bluegrass trash. Oh, my. Well, that's where we have ourselves a man, 29-year-old Michael Harp. Now, Michael, this story starts off, he's already in trouble. All right. That's because he was busted shoplifting from a local store. And when authorities showed up, they also noticed that Harp was drunk. As you can imagine, that was a quick collar. Breaking the law out in public drunk. All right. Let's score this one. You would think, but that's just where our story gets started. That's because when Harp was taken to jail, he was thrown into a cell and he said, hey, Real cool, yeah, fine, whatever. Can you give me my cell phone so I can call my lawyer? That request was granted. Really? How nice of the officers, right? Wow. So sure enough, they gave Harp his cell phone, walked out of the room, and Harp jumped on the phone. But he didn't call Mike Bryant or someone else who could get him out. Instead, he called the local Domino's. <laughs> hey, the food in here sucks. When they picked up, he said, hi, I am Officer Hill. Hill, by the way, was the officer that had placed Harp under arrest. And he said, can you send over five pizzas, please? (laughs) And then hung up. Well, sure enough, about 25 minutes later, bing bong, a Domino's delivery person showed up at the police station. Now, the officer... Who arrested Harp and was used in the name, was on a phone call. So another officer paid for the pizzas, 
and sent the delivery driver on his way. In all, it went for 40 bucks. Not a bad deal for five pizzas. Pretty good, same. yeah. Well, when the officer was, the, hey, Jeff, your pizzas are here. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't order any pizzas. Well, they quickly figured out who the call came from because Harp was laughing hysterically in his cell. He said, quote, take that. Eat those pizzas. Well, okay. Harp, by the way, isn't now in more trouble. That's because he was charged with felony identity theft, impersonating a police officer. Oh, dang. And other counts on top of the shoplifting and <laughs> public intoxication charge he was already facing. He was already arrested. Well, now he's facing those charges as well. Dang, he got impersonating a police officer? That's hilarious. Well, when you're on the phone saying you're a cop. Right, you're That'll doing do exactly it. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right, let's give this one a score, shall we, Wood? Come on. All right, so we have uh, robbing a uh, shoplifting is trashy. Yes. I don't think you're going to get any argument from anybody on that. Doing it drunk is trashy, too. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, another 100 points on for that, because I have to give him 75 also for just being drunk. Yes. Um, and then being taken to jail. And, well, he's arrested, so that's 75. Mm-hmm. Uh, ordering pizzas for the police officers is trashy. Oh, my. Uh, we'll get that 175 right, All right. there. Uh, and then we have um, the fact that you would have had a very simple public intoxication charge. Shoplift. That's probably a slap on the wrist in today's world. He probably could have been out getting his own Domino's pizza in no time flat. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to face a stack of charges. Adding on to your sentence, I, when it was just a simple slap on the wrist, it's trashy. It is. That's going to get you another 200 points right there. Uh, do I give him like another seventy five for being like rearrested? I think it is quite impressive on the trashy scale to get arrested when you're already in a jail cell. <laughs> All right, then another seventy five goes on because he got arrested essentially twice. Even for the th- trash flash, that's rare. That is. Mm-hmm. All right, man, what a fool. All right, well, I got a score for you here. What if you're ready? Come on. Today, our gentleman getting arrested and then getting arrested again while being arrested earns himself a whopping. 850 points. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. Now this started as a Reddit post and then it went viral on X and now it's come to my attention. Yes. 98% of people say, and there's some science behind this actually, that they've never seen their phone or a phone in their dreams. Which is true. Which is true. And you were just saying to me, Wood, because you were like, I don't think I've ever seen a TV in my dreams. Right. I've never seen really any other electronics I can think of. I don't ever remember listening to a radio in my dreams. A computer. Now, there's a reason behind this. Scientists say that because our dreams are mostly our brain trying to repair itself and our subconscious trying to work through issues, television, radio, phones don't really cause any issues in our life that we have to work through. Unless you need a new phone. But if even if you need a new phone, it would probably present itself somewhere else, another way in your dream. Manifest. Where you wouldn't just be going to the T-Mobile store and sitting there. It would be some other way. Hmm. So they're saying that because these, these uh, uh, not appliances, uh, electronics don't really form long-lasting memories with us, our brain does it just kind of writes them off. So you may dream about a football game that you watch, but it's not going to be you watching it on television. You're either going to be in the stands, or you'll be the coach, or you'll be the quarterback. Uh, yeah, I'm in it. What's I'm, that? I'm in it. <laughs> right. Scoring the touchdown. You're winning the big game. Threw the pass to himself. Yeah, he did. In the sporting contest. lady. But either way, so yeah, you don't dream normally about any sort of electronics, which is kind of... And then once you think about it, you're like, oh yeah, I don't. 
Now, I think I've done like talking on a phone before in a dream. Possibly. But again, that's trying to communicate with somebody. But I was going to say, I think I've gotten phone calls in my dreams. Mm. Pretty sure of it, but maybe not. I don't even know. Yeah. But either way, it's kind of interesting to think about. Dreams are just so amazing to me. That's why I used to love when we'd have Lori Lowenberg, dream expert to the stars on. Maybe we should have her back. I think it's time. Mm. I think so. And we can ask her this question. Why don't we dream about phones? Although that scientists have already said it's because they don't really pose any lasting memories or any problems for us. Yeah. She's like, that's why. Yeah. Oh, great. All right, cool. Great. Thanks, Lori. Thanks for having you. Yeah. Thanks for taking a break from the Steve Harvey show <laughs> to help us out. <laughs> well, maybe you didn't find this one interesting, or maybe you don't even think it's true, but uh, I believe it to be yeah. true. I mean, it's from the internet. So, uh, And if you don't like it, you know what? I'll have another one for you tomorrow. And the day after that, and for the foreseeable future, because sometimes I find these things interesting, and you don't, and I have to say that. <laughs> sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So I forgot that I saw this story this morning. I thought, well, how cool is that? So there's a young girl, seven years old. Her name is Magna Maggie. And I apologize if I mispronounced the last name. Kuznia. Anyway, her mom works at a uh, at Heritage Grove, which is a retirement community in East Grand Forks. Okay. Well, Maggie had to go to work with her mom a few times during like winter storms and things like that where she couldn't go to school. And Maggie's mom still had to work. So she would go to Heritage Grove with her mom. Now, a lot of times she would just bring her Nintendo Switch with. As you and I both know, that is a great way for the kids to pass time when you want them to sit there and shut up. Exactly. (laughs) Well, one day Maggie's getting ready to go with her mom to Heritage Grove, and her mom says, hey, make sure you grab your Switch. She's like, I'm not going to bring my Switch today. I'm going to bring some books. That's when Maggie decided that she was going to read to some of the residents at the home. Oh, wow. And so she's headed into first grade. So, you know, she's reading is still fair, a fairly new thing for her. So now she reads to these residents every time she goes with her mom. She'll even go in on the weekend sometimes and read to like 96 year old Margaret Sandry, who says it is the highlight of her day when little Maggie comes in to read a book. I can only imagine. Can you imagine? Because every every older person feels like, you know, that's probably their grandchild, you know? Well, especially at a place like that, you know, where maybe you don't have the interaction that, you know, you would like with younger people and et cetera. Exactly. Exactly. And so Maggie, like I said, tries to go in at least at least once or twice a week and she brings a backpack full of books. She chooses a different book for everyone that she reads to that day and she spends a good half hour with them. You know, I would imagine having a mom like my mom lives alone, doesn't really have anybody around. And I know how much it means to her when we show up. You know, just because she's, she's bored out of her mind. And, you know, and so these, you know, old folks who are living in this heritage grove probably love seeing little Maggie come to the door with her bag of books. Oh, thought in that he come in there and hang out and read. And-, and and they're helping her learn how to read, too. You know, they're helping her sound out words that maybe she doesn't know yet. So she's becoming a better reader and they're getting to hang out with young Maggie. Reading is so important, too. I oh, mean, man. it really is. I mean, you have no idea how much that helps you down the line. I remember a, a guy who was, in, I think he was in early child development or something like that, was like, if you want your kids to be smart, read to them. Mm. And my, my wife always read to my kids. My kids are both straight A students. Wow. And I don't know, like, I don't ever help them with homework or anything. That would probably take them down a few pegs. Not, but, but I know it's because they got read to so much as kids and they love reading themselves. And the fact that this little kid is having that impact of people around her, too, and paying it forward. 
Yeah, that is awesome. Well, she's going to be a phenomenal adult, man. You what can see it already. Star. Heck yeah, and that's coming from East Grand Forks, man. How cool is that? Love to see that. Right in our own backyard. And we'll do these kind of stories every single day, Wood. Got to. I love them. They, they warm my heart. This one really did. I loved seeing it. And that's why we did it all thanks to Audio Video Extremes. We'll be that beacon of light in, uh, in the darkness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, we too, read too. Too many words. And something called Happy Hour. Kelly Wood. Man, we got a lot of money to give away, and we have Bailey on the phone, who's ready to win it right now. Bailey, what are you up to? I'm just headed to work. Okay. Let's go quit. What do you say, yeah, Bailey? Yeah, man. I think that's a good idea, yeah. Yeah. You can pull a Johnny Paycheck on him. Take this job and shove it. Maybe. I mean, I do like my job, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh. They give him maybe two weeks notice, you know? Yeah. Classy. Yeah. All right. We got a big... What is the jackpot again, Wood? $849, according to my math. We got $849 on the line right now, and you are only 10 questions away, 60 seconds away from winning that. All right. Now, remember, Bailey, you can pass as many times as you'd like, but of course, that eats up your time there, okay? That clock is a cruel mistress. Okay. So, do you understand the rules? Yeah. Do you think you're ready to go? I think so. Kelly Jordan, are you ready on that timer? Fingers on the button. Bailey Woods win $849 with the brain drain starting now. What color do you add to blue to make purple? Red. The 2024 Super Bowl is going to be played in what city? Pass. What do you get when you multiply a negative by a negative? Positive. Which automaker has the Ultima and Armada? Pass. What color do you get when you mix red and yellow? Green. No. I have orange. Oh. Now, to be fair, oh, yeah. I don't know colors. Yellow and blue make green. I'm, I'm just okay. Googling it. Googling it. I have orange, and so yeah. does Google. Red and yellow. Uh, yes. Dang it. That's a bummer. But, hey, you had to go for it because you had passed a few times, so that clock was running out. You did the right thing. Uh, questions you did skip. Which automaker has the Ultima in Armada? That's a Nissan. Correct. The 2024 Super Bowl is going to be played in what city? Pass. Las Vegas. Oh, that's right. Yes. So. But hey, Bailey, the good news is you're in for $1,000 come Friday, and you can keep on playing, okay? All right. Thank you. Thanks, Bailey. They're now saying it's all a scam. That's what we have up today, and better call Brian as we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant. Uh, so this came to us from a listener. Uh, she says, my husband was backed into in a parking lot. Uh, the young lady who hit him admitted to fault with the husband. She wrote down her car insurance uh, policy number and her dad's phone number. Now they're going to the father. The father said he would do cash on it, didn't want to go through the insurance. This is where it starts to kind of pick up here. Now, they got two estimates. Apparently, it was a little bit more expensive than the dad was expecting with the cash offer. He is now, the father is saying, go after my daughter who backed into you, but the car is in his name, and neither one, the father or the daughter, are saying, it's not our fault, good luck, and now they're wondering, is this a scam? Because they're claiming it's a scam with the you know estimates and everything being more expensive. Sure. Where do we turn? Is what this listener's asking. If it's if it's simple property damage, okay, uh, no injury at all. Okay, if there's no injury at all, and clearly there's no injury, then suit them in small claims court. 
Okay. Just sue both the daughter and the dad as owner and sue them in small claims court for the value as long as it's below what small claims court is. If there's an injury, you turn to your own insurance for no fault. Okay. Um, now, the other thing they could do is if they have collision coverage on their car, they could go to their own insurance company, let their own insurance company take care of it, and then their insurance company will go after them. And they'll stick the dogs on them. And they'll go after them, and they'll get your deductible back. Mm -hmm. They can't get their money back without getting your money back. So, So conciliation court if you're not hurt, or go to your own company. If you're hurt, then you got more of a claim don't mess around with just the simple property damage you claim if you got if you're hurt more go see somebody that can explain your rights and then you probably have more of a claim than 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 that problem people run into in parking lots is this police officers won't come to parking lots because it's private Mm -hmm. and they say it's your own problem and stuff and so people get into these own little deals that this will happen that happened then it doesn't and then everybody starts making claims so you know if 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 you're uh you know Sue them um, or get them to turn into their insurance company or turn into your own and let your insurance company handle it. Is there any way to avoid even getting to that point? I mean, is there any sort of documentation you can do on the scene? I suppose there's not. I mean, there's it's your word against theirs. Take photos, take pictures of them, you know. Yeah, I mean, people can record them, you know, yeah. saying whatever they're saying. You know, you got a phone, record it. Man. Or just call you know, Mike Bryant, let yeah, him take care of it when it comes down to it. Now, how long, like, all right, so this accident happens, and then let's say something, like, pops up down the road, like, with injuries and whatnot. Is there, like, a time frame? Six years. Six years. Wow, Six dang. years. Uh, no fault, you have six months to give your company notice if they can show prejudice. You have longer than that if they can't show prejudice. Um, and prejudice would be like they have no way of proving the accident happened. Everybody's disappeared, and I don't know what else happened. The boogeyman um, hit me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, but you want to let your company know as soon as you have a problem, and you'd want to let people know right away as soon as you know what's going on if you're hurt. Jeez. Yep. Right. Now the cash offer thing. That seems, and again, this is just me, but that seems kind of. I don't know, scammy. Am I, am I wrong in that? He may have a daughter who's been in a lot of these things and decides, <laughs> I don't want to turn them all into my insurance company because yeah. the rates are going to go up. Yeah. You know? But you buy insurance for the coverage. So, eh, you it, know. Now, if I took the cash offer from someone, does that mean I'm done? I can no longer go after them in a court or anything? If they got a release from you. Um, you know, if they don't get a release, then you probably could still go after them. The, the problem you run into in, in going to conciliation court when you have an injury is you may have picked your remedy and you may not be able to go after them for personal injury. There's a dispute about that. Mm. Okay, so that's something that that's why we tell people don't go to conciliation court if you're hurt because you're giving away a potentially really good claim for nickels. Oh, man, that's good to know. That's why I come to Mike Bryant, man. Yeah, man. He knows really the answers. Know. All right, well, we'll do it again next week when we are joined by Mike Bryant from the law offices of Bradshaw and Bryant and Better Call Bryant. Kelly and Wood. All right, Brian Riley, what do you have for us in the feud? Name a language that makes anything sound sexy. Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what we have up today in this round of The Feud. Now, there are seven options. Do you Dang. want to just do the top five or do you seven? want to do all seven? No, all seven. Let's go. Right, we'll do all seven then. We'll get them. Watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know I lost again last week. Yeah, you so did. So I will go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, right out the gate. French. Yeah. Number one answer. Easy. Yeah. Easy game. Easy game. I could Yeah. Get in that question again, please. We asked a lot of people, name a language that makes anything sound sexy. All right. Now, I'll be honest with you. This, my answer is because of one letter. Mm-hmm. R. 
Okay. The Spanish. Oh, yeah. Roll their R's. That's seductive. I'm going to say Spanish. Number three on the list. Number three. Number three. <laughs> All right. That shouldn't be on the list based on the way you guys said it. Uh, all right, Kelly, you're up. Name a language that makes uh, anything sound sexy. I'm tapped out. <laughs> Jeez. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So we got French. We got Spanish. Do you know any other languages? Well, not that sounds sexy because German is about the ugliest language on the planet whoa, Earth. Whoa. Hey, look, I'm German, dude. I can say whatever I want. We yeah. may have picked up a listener or two when you know we had intern. Remember Sandro? Sandro? Oh, yeah. Sandro's gonna be mad. How about how about um, how about Swedish? Wow, <laughs> not on the list. <laughs> I don't know any other language that's sexy. Uh, well, sorry, sorry. Kelly, I'm sorry you suck in the art of seduction. <laughs> I don't need language. I got all oh, this. Oh, yeah. I got the rest of the package. Can I hear that question again, please? We asked a lot of people, name a language that makes anything sound sexy. I got a great one. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I think this is answer probably number two, because we got one and three so far, right? That's right. This one, a spicy a meatball. Come on. <laughs> Italian. Oh, why did I say Italian? Yes. It is Italian. That is Answer. I knew it. The Dang board. it. I forgot about Italian. Fantastic salad dressing and do sexy you, language. Do you say Italian? Italians. Is it, isn't that get, incorrect? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Somebody got mad at me. I used to say Italian herbs and cheese from Subway, and they're like, it's not called Italy. Yeah. You live your best life. That's you don't what worry I was trying about to do. what they say. Do Unless it's an Italian telling you to stop, don't worry about I it. I think he was a quarter or something. All right. All Boy, right. Name a now language. That you took, now that you took uh, Italian, I don't know what to do. <laughs> Name a language that makes you sound sexy. By the way, there's four answers still left on the board. Okay. How about... It's not going to be... Russian doesn't sound like sexy. One of them I, I know neither of you are going to get. Oh, One of them I know, on. I know neither of you Game are going to get. How about... Um, mm-hmm. man, this is. Why am I having such a hard time with it? You're not a worldly man. No, because I'm trying to think of what sounds sexy. Okay. By the way, American is not on the list. Well, what about what about English? Is English on there? Okay. Well, then that shoot. That's my guess. Now. All right, English. That's God, not going to be. Gosh dang it, Kelly! It's number four on the list. Yeah. <laughs> that was on my list too. I had that. English. Yeah. Well, you know the British. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yo. They sound intelligent. Jump, I don't know about. Jump, 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 jump. I don't know about Hello. sex. Yeah. Hello. Hey, hey, Prince William, and you know what was the other prince? Doug or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they both great A. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. They prince did too. definitely outkick their cousin. Is Prince Doug the one that's married to Mar- Meghan Markle? I think so. Yeah. Uh, what's that question again, please? We asked a lot of people name a language that makes anything sound sexy. All right. You know what? I'm surprised you didn't go to this one. What's that? Down under. Australian. But that's English. No, they got no. special words. They got no. dingo and stuff. That's that's not on the list. But I 100% agree with you, Wood. I have my series set for Australian because oh. she sounds way better. I'm telling you. Well, the New Zealand accent, they say, is the most attractive accent in the world. It's kind of Australian, kind of like, like English. Oh, okay. A little bit. They but, say it's the sexiest accent in the world, but they speak English. New okay. Zealand, also not on the list, by the way. Well, they speak English. Well, there, good, so good, good. I wouldn't think so. So that wasn't Kelly's guess then. Okay. Uh, God, where are some other places on this earth? <laughs> Ah uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm happy with my. I'm going to say Russian. Russian is just hot. Oh, that's an X. <laughs> Russian is not hot enough for this list. Yeah. I didn't think it would be. I'm just. I can't think of any other language. As you whisper over a hot plate of borscht. <laughs> Come here, my little Kremlin. <laughs> well, that's why I'm saying German isn't a sexy language because it's all. Ach, mok, yeah. <laughs> they do sound angry. But I think you missed an area over there. Mm. Okay. Hey, Kelly, hey, hey, Brian, can I get that question again? Name a language that makes anyone anything sound sexy. I believe they fashion themselves the world's greatest lovers. The Greeks. 
Oh. Yeah, hit the X. That's not on the list. Oh. Oh. I also had uh, Portuguese on my list. That's Portuguese? on the list. I don't even know Portuguese if I heard it. I thought Portuguese was Spanish for a while. No, it's kind of different. Um, but what about? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know this was sexy, but Japanese. I was I was gonna say that too. That also that was the one I didn't think you would get. That's on the list. Yeah. Dang it, I was gonna say that because like, if they say it quietly, you know, like oh, yeah, I, 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 that was borderline racist. What I was about <laughs> yeah, to do. Please stop. <laughs> so so how many are left on the one list? One left on the list. Dang. Do you have a guess? I have nothing. I mean, I didn't even have anything during the game. I mean, I, can you just give us, is it from Europe? I was yeah. thinking like the European, see? Okay. You know, you Who's think over like, there. Uh, you hit like the Nordic states. And it's not German, is it? It's German. Really? <laughs> it's German. Yeah, it's the language of love. Kelly, you do this every time we play the feud. You say an answer that's on the board and then retract I, it every I, single time. My grandma used to speak in German. Like, she'd go from English to German. <laughs> she didn't get you going? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your grandma didn't have that sexy voice. Maybe, that's why, maybe that's why I don't find it sexy. <laughs> so we asked a ton of people, name a language that makes anything sound sexy. Number one was French, Italian, number two, Spanish, three. British, English, for Portuguese, German, and Japanese was the final. Dang, I am pretty good. I'm flabbergasted on that one. Well, Damn. Hood, you took it again. Yeah, man. In today's round of The Feud. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our first break of the day. We call it our bonus track. And uh, what did we talk about this morning? We talked about Taylor Swift bracelets. Yeah, you started asking football questions. I had a few football questions mm-hmm. that I'm sure are very rudimentary to you, but for me, it's all new information. Talked a little bit about Tom Petty in there as well. We did. It was a fun first break. A good start to the Monday, I would say. You'll hear it all right now. Kelly and Wood. Join me on the air, won't you, sir? Well, they're not done yet. I mean... It's, well, it's fading out. Technically, the screen is telling me it's okay to talk. Now, it gave me the green light. He says, oh, hey, everybody. Go ahead and talk down the most hits. Country music. Oh, my. Anyway, here we go, man. Monday morning, uh, I'm ready to do it. I don't know how you're feeling with your team losing yesterday. <laughs> wow. Well, you said, I asked uh, you. There's I, no reason to dance on my I grief. didn't even know if they won the contest or not. I'm just content. <laughs> <laughs> Now, were you expecting to win that? So, if you don't know, Wood is a massive Browns fan. Mm-hmm. Were you expected to win that game going into it? No, when the quarterback got hurt, that was a trouble spot. Deshaun? That was that was a trouble spot. When he got hurt, you knew you were going to be in a little bit of trouble. That's all right. yeah, Is he that's out? Fine. Is Deshaun out for the rest of the year? No. Oh. No. But, you know, hey, that's fine. Either way. I actually have a... You know what? Maybe we should get the... Get the show going here because I have a couple football questions for you because I actually watched almost the entire Vikings game yesterday, almost the whole thing. Almost, yeah. I, I had to leave because I wanted to get to Walmart before the game was over ah. to to beat the crowds because I had a feeling I was going to get a little crazy after that. But I got. Can we get the show? Go- oh, I didn't write a rap today. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> when will this end? What? The sabotage. Oh. <laughs> I'm a, you know what? I'm just going to come up one off the dome. You As ready? you say. You ready? As you say. Let's go. All right. Hey, you know, whatever. All right. Didn't really mean anything, but. No. I got a football question for you real quick, right out the gate. One, were the Vikings expected to win yesterday? Mm-hmm. What, yes, what, they were a slight favorite in the eyes of Las Vegas. Because the Panthers aren't very good either, right? Correct. Okay. Other question I have for you. Yes. You you always say that being a Browns fan is hard, right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't they don't they don't usually do very well. Watch your mouth. These are your words. Watch your mouth. Must Th- these are the mouth right now. <laughs> these are the words of the king here. <laughs> is it is is being a Vikings fan very much in line with being a Browns fan? Yes. Okay. They've just had more success. Okay. 
So the fall has been a tad higher. Ah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's, you guys, it's a different can, kind of pain. Y'all just stay on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> Historically, yes. Okay, last question. No, two more questions. Mm-hmm. Can the Vikings still make something happen this year? Without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. What What is a pick six when someone says they got the pick six? That means the other team intercepted it. Okay. And ran it back for a touchdown on that play. Picked it off and then got six. Which is a touchdown. The so pick, yes. No, I know that. Pick. Oh, well, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I gotta digress. <laughs> Reminder, you can win your Vikings tickets finding out if Kelly Jordan knows his football hey, or not. At least I'm trying to learn something That's true. Here. I'm trying to learn. That's true. Because I heard that yesterday. I was like, now what the hell is a pick six? I thought a pick six was like a gambling thing. Like you pick six teams to win or something. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. No, 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 no. A pick six in football is when the other team intercepts it and then returns it for a touchdown. Okay. A scoop and score is when you pick up a fumble and score a touchdown. And, and go back. On okay. The return. Yes. Fantastic. So. Now, I look at that. My, my football knowledge has doubled in the past 10 uh, seconds. Here. Yes. Now, I'm like, oh, man, he got the pick six. Now, I will say that this whole Taylor Swift thing. You're over it. I've been over it, but yeah. it has brought in a ton of honest to God. My wife looked halfway interested in the football game yesterday. Well, was she just waiting for them to show? Did you see That's all, all she the, wanted? Did you see all the celebrities that were at the game? Let me give you a quick quick rundown. It was like a who's who of Hollywood at the game. Well, especially in her the, the thing that was cracking me up is they kept showing Taylor Swift, who's standing next to Ryan Reynolds, right. And Hugh Jackman, okay, and Blake Lively, You're and all these like A-list stealing some of my thunder here, but and no one mentions it's like uh, Taylor Swift and some dude, and it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Paul Rudd was there too. <laughs> no one cared. Why not? <laughs> it was like a who's who of celebrities at the Chiefs game when the when when Ant Man shows up. Yeah, Midway. Paul Rudd is like the most lovable man in Hollywood too, and they didn't even give him no camera time. Uh, it was it was wild to see. This whole ordeal of, oh my God, is, is, it, is it her? It's, it's her! It's her! <laughs> and then like these old dudes have no idea how to like discuss her in the booth. Right. And they keep trying to make like funny oh, God, drops I'm, of... I'm sure oh, that banter is hilarious. Teardrops on my guitar on that pass there. It's like, guys, oh. can we just... Patrick Mahomes definitely an anti-hero for that one. <laughs> and it's just, guys, and I get it, like the, the crossover aspect of it it's is cool, man. huge. People get upset. It's like, lighten up. But when I'm Would gambling you... and I got okay. fantasy football, I got other things on the I don't need cutaways every two seconds. Let me ask you this. Would you rather see a cutaway to Taylor Swift or the fat guy? Andy Reid? With his stomach. No. Andy Reid. <laughs> no, I'm any, any fat gentleman in the crowd with his shirt off and his stomach painted like a football. Who are you taking? Because that's that's the other option. Either they cut to Taylor Swift or they show fat audience members with their stomachs painted. Give me the fat guy. <laughs> Give me the fat guy. <laughs> hey, you know what? If he put that much work into it as a former fat guy, yes. you know that the camera's going to find you at some point in time. And yes. if you if you doll up, just eat it. Let, let that diamond shine. Live it. <laughs> Give it to him. Give it to him. <laughs> I don't know. People were just on social media last night. Everyone's like, I'm over this Taylor thing. It's like, lighten up. You're not missing any of the game. Take it easy. I I am of the fact of it's like, okay, I get it. And it is neat that my kid wants to see it. You know, Mur- Murphy keeps running through. Right. When's the last time Murphy watched a football game? Your daughter. Your she precious still, little daughter. She still hasn't. I oh. mean, she would just come through the room with her iPad in her hand. Just like, is Taylor wrong? No. Keep oh, walking. Cool. Keep walking. But it is, it's reached that point. And, every, and that's the problem is we get so much of everything right away. Yes. 
It is just, it's too much with the commercials and, and just everything. It's like, it's waterboarding at this point in time. You know what I mean? Anything you like instantly, boom. Anything that like pops for a second, you yeah. get three million things of it right away. And it's like, hey, oh. Because we can burn out so fast. That's yeah. why. So you got to strike while the iron's hot. I had that thought yesterday how everything we want is a second away. Mm-hmm. I was watching an episode of MASH. I couldn't find my remote. The show TV just happened to be on MASH. And I like MASH. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. And they were talking <laughs> war. So funny. <laughs> well, I, it was a comedy, Wood. It was yeah. a sit- situation comedy. Mm-hmm. Now, there was some serious moments to it, but they were trying to make a cement floor for the operating room, right? And no one knew how to mix cement. And it was crazy to me because they couldn't just go to the internet to find, like, so they were walking around the camp and everyone's giving their recipe for cement. Hilarious episode. I was about to say, it sounds like a true banger. Oh, man. I was, on, I was in stitches the entire time. Don't you just add water to it? No. You got to add sand and gravel and all kinds of stuff. Oh, so they were like making it from like scratch. Right. Okay. Right. It was, they didn't just have a bag of quick creep there. So they so anyway, I was just like how weird is that that my couldn't I couldn't wrap my brain around not having something not having Google around to be mm-hmm. like how do you make this? Yesterday I made uh, some delicious chicken wings by the way. Oh my. So I just googled how do you make crispy chicken wings? Dude, I got the secret. The secret to the crispiest chicken wing is cornstarch. You put, I've heard that. You put a little cornstarch in with your seasoning. It dries up the skin because it absorbs moisture. I don't know if you knew that or not. Thank you. And it makes for the best chicken wing ever. So there's your tip for next weekend. And it makes it crunchy. Put a little cornstarch in them bad boys. Not much. Just a teaspoon, tablespoon. It'll make all the difference in the world. You know, it, so Friday, right? Kids yes. get off the bus. I told everyone, I was like, look, you got to do some schoolwork here. Sits down, starts doing his math. Yeah. Fine. Good for you, kid. Knock it out. Honestly, I can't help with the new math stuff. And I, I know everyone makes comments, but I just don't understand it, and that's fine. Right. I don't either. He's somehow learning it, and I'm double-checking it the old school way. Mm-hmm. But I walked out of the room, and all of a sudden I heard, very faintly, was Everett asking the A-L-E-X-A yes. for all the questions. It's like, what's 6,927 plus 39, you know, whatever. Yeah. I've heard my son do that, too, back in the day. <laughs> I walked back hey, 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 hey. <laughs> What's the problem, man? It's, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's just like I had a calculator. I'm like, hey, he's not wrong, though. That's the thing. He's not, but you've got to learn some of it, dummy. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be walking around, walking into walls. Yeah. My, my son would do the same thing, and I would hear Alexa answering. He's like, I'm just chugging my work, Dad. I'm just yeah, checking right. my work. I'm like, scribbling down the right. answer. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I don't even care. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I wish I could go in there and maybe, like, I don't know program it to give the wrong answers every now and then oh yeah really get them caught up but then to give it the wrong answers to me i don't need that and you wouldn't know if the answer was wrong or not and that's how it all happens man yeah all of a sudden two plus two is five but think about it in the future won't they just have like when you go anywhere there'll probably just be some ai there that will answer all your questions we're gonna get so stupid dude Mm -hmm. we are on a downward slide of stupidity right now watch the movie idiocracy It'll blow your mind how close we are to that. Uh, I think we're already there. Uh, by the way, Brian texting in. It sounds like you guys are you guys sound really strange this morning. Like you're both really stuffed up. Oh, I'm all right. I'm not. I was sick all day yesterday. I laid on my couch all day. Listen to how clear that nose is. Oh, that's clean. Terrible radio right there. <laughs> that's clean living right there. But I am stuffed up. I'll admit that. I don't know what's going on. Chrissy says over the Taylor Swift stuff. Uh, wish she'd go away. Once and for all. Well, good I, Lord, Chrissy. Yeah. Why don't you take it easy? I mean, I'm not voting her off the island or anything <laughs> like that. Lord, she is a human being after all. And I want her to be successful in the whatnot. But speaking of, I'll have to show you my bracelet here. 
in a moment. Momentito. That your daughter made for you? Speaking of Taylor Swift. Yeah, the whole bracelet thing is awesome. I love it. It kicked off a humongous argument in my house. Of this course weekend. it did. Man, it sure don't feel like October, does it? Well, dude, it was scorching hot over the weekend. Oh, it was awesome. My daughter had a marching band competition on Saturday night. And with that warm weather being, oh, it was just, um, it was one of the best nights ever. Mm. Period, point blank. That's it. Did you see they canceled like this major marathon down in the cities? I did, yep. What the hell? People ran it anyway. It's like the Medtronic Minneapolis Marathon or something like that. And I guess it's a, uh, believe it or not, I'm not a runner. Not anymore. I know. But apparently it was like a massive deal and like people travel from all over the place. That's why some people ran it anyway. And they canceled it like the morning of because they said it was going to be hot. Well, dude, like. It's a marathon. Just because it was 100 degrees like a month ago. Right. Just because it's warm in October. Whatever. They, I don't they, get they, this. Because they got to sensationalize it and make it a huge deal and everything else. But people, like I said, people still ran it. Like the people who traveled to come here to do it, they were like, I'm still going to run it. Right. And so I'm, And maybe there's something to it that I don't know. And, you I don't, know I'm very open to the fact that I'm not the smartest guy in the room. I, I would agree. I am also not. Not that you are. That I'm not. But they were like, it's a black flag weather day. I'm like, when did we start this now? That's what I was saying. What the hell is a black flag day? Now, mind you, I spent the entire day on my couch under black blankets right but because uh, i didn't know if it was hot out cold out whatever uh, yesterday was awesome so was saturday and my wife said to me she's like well it feels like 91 degrees out right now and i'm like okay that's 91 people run marathons and hotter than that well right otherwise no one alive would run in nevada or right. texas or florida yeah what are we doing? I don't know, Wood. I got no answers for you. <sighs> I can do. I, I can spend the rest of the morning researching it if you want. Uh, maybe it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> now, can I bring up something else that kicked off my weekend? Let me clear the table for you. What's up? So, my wife is taking my daughter to this Taylor Swift movie. Right. Now, Murphy did not get to go to the concert that mm-hmm. my wife went to. Right. Had a blast. So, she's instead going to take her to this movie, which I think is a great middle ground. Yes. I don't know if Murphy could have lasted an entire concert, no matter how much she loves Taylor Swift. Right. Now, they've like encouraged people to treat like these movies much like they are a concert. Yeah, my, my wife and daughter are going to, and they are ecstatic about it. Like Even like the movie theaters are telling people, like, sing along, have fun. And part of the Taylor Swift experience is creating bracelets. Like friendship bracelets. Okay. Bead, beaded bracelets. Right. My wife has ordered more beads in the past <laughs> two weeks than maybe the entire country of India. I imagine they're a very beaded people. I was going to say, that was an odd choice, but you know what? I'll allow it. They're everywhere in my life. And so over the weekend, like my sister-in-law was there, and they started making these bracelets. for. And I said to my daughter, make me one. Make 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 dad one, one, right? Well, what do you... Put something sweet on it. What do you want it to say? Because you can get like the beads that have letters. I got... Beads everywhere. Like yeah. you, you request anything on earth, my <laughs> wife's got a bead for it at this point in time. And I said, I want my bracelet to say, Big Daddy Swole. Oh, gross. Yeah. You want your daughter making that for you? Well, I mean, it was a group effort. I mean, uh. From what I just saw, Murphy really wasn't carrying much weight on this. <laughs> so I said, I want one that says Big Daddy Swole. I'm not making that. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. That's too many beads anyway. No, it's not. Trust me. I saw some of the stuff they were making. I'm looking at your wrist. I don't see it. So I'm guessing your wife won out on this one. Bam. Oh, snap. Yeah. It's behind your watch. My bad. So my wife is like, that's that's a lot of letters. Can you shorten it up? I said, yeah. Shorten it to Big Daddy Pump. Okay. 
Somewhere along the lines, <laughs> this guy twisted off, and now my bracelet says Big Daddy Pumps, <laughs> which is not good. That sounds like uh Right. It sounds like a, a dress shoe for men, or something <laughs> like a high heel for men, Big sounds, Daddy Pumps. It sounds filthy, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> it does. And so my daughter was very excited when she gave it to me. She's like, yeah, here, Dad, this is for you. Yeah. I read it, and I thought to myself... <laughs> This is wrong on numerous levels. You, now, can, you can bust the ass off of there if you wanted to. Uh, is Big Daddy Pump much better? No. Neither is Big Daddy Swole. Big Daddy Swole is awesome. Nothing with Big Daddy on it is good. Well, when you're calling it yourself. Yeah, it is. Ah, boy, is it? Mm-hmm. That seems even worse. Nah. If your wife would have been like, hey, I'm going to make you one. I'm going to put Big Daddy Swole on there. Then you'd be like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. But requesting it yourself, well, ah, that's I, like giving yourself a nickname. Sometimes you got to, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to lead the people to water in order for them to drink. And I've gotten it now and I will wear this, but I I, honestly, I don't know if it's going to last long so far. (laughs) I've seen the handiwork of these ladies. Yeah. It's quite shoddy (laughs) and most of them have broken already, but so far, big daddy pumps. It's still good. That's your new nickname. That's what Bennett. was your what was your nickname before? Gorilla Killer? What was it? Ah, uh, Vanilla Gorilla. That fell off pretty That's, quickly. <laughs> that one did, well, once again, you gave yourself a nickname. It's hard for it to catch on that way. Yeah. And I ain't calling you Big Daddy Pumps. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care how long we work together. Sure. Yeah. BDP. I don't care how many times I've seen you naked. I ain't calling you Big Daddy Pumps. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, every time I see you naked, that's one less time I'm going to call you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, I... Y- I believe we just booked our tickets to New York. Si, senor. No word on whether or not we're getting separate hotel rooms. Oh, I bet you they're sticking us in one. I will sleep on the streets. Because New York is expensive. I'll sleep on the streets of New York. It's not that I don't... It's not that... It's it's not you, it's me. It, it's it's right. not you, it's me. I'm not a very good sleeper, especially when I'm away from home. I, I need my own space. You need me to protect you. I, then adjoining rooms. That city would eat you up and spit you out if that's it wasn't not, for me. That's not true. The last time we were in New York, you went to bed at like 8.30 at night. It's because I got a rest. So I hit the streets, man. I was on the streets of New York by myself. You look, you weren't turned out for tricks. So what? Yeah. The full New York experience as far as I'm concerned. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, is that Big Daddy Pumps right there? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. No, I, I yeah, I. it's whatever. Whatever they do to us is fine. You know, oh my, <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. Chrissy's asking, why are you seeing wood naked again? It goes back to hotel rooms and Kelly Jordan. Wouldn't I have, yes. Wouldn't I have stayed in a lot of hotel rooms together? And Kelly Jordan's just blatant fear of the male nudity, <laughs> the male body. Well, why do I have to be exposed to it? Why aren't you? <laughs> I've seen wood naked many times. This goes back to you not being in locker rooms very often. I think no, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, I could have been, I could have grown up in a locker room. And I still would not want to see you naked. When you're in locker rooms, you see a lot of things you don't want to see. You I know. learn to block it out and move on. Yeah, right. Especially old dudes at like the Y or like your general gym that just think that, hey, since we're in here. Yeah, we're all guys here. Let it. We're just letting it hang real low. Swing low, sweet chariot. Now, let me tell you, I don't want any of that, but I am a specimen, so I just kind of walk around <laughs> and let it hang. Well, whatever they do to us, we'll be fine. Oh, my. Should we do some history, Wood? Come on. Come on, man. Big Daddy Pumps agrees. Oh, gross. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. Just put the computer. (laughs) It was on this day all the way back in 1950. (laughs) 
Now, I know you don't like Charlie Brown, but you got to admit, this song slaps. I, I don't mind this song at all. It's got a little funky bass in it, though. Oh, yeah. Vince Gillardi, I believe, is the guy who wrote this. Anyway, really? the, the Peanuts, Peanuts comic strip first appeared in newspapers on this day back in 1950. I have never once, once laughed at anything Peanuts. It's, I don't know if it's like ha-ha laugh. Or uh, if, yeah, that's the if, real funny, right? If it's like an internal laugh where you're like, huh. Uh-huh. That I dog went, really knows what's going on. I went and saw the uh, Charles Schultz uh, exhibit, and I was like, that dude was cool, man. When he wrote like his retirement letter, it was so sad. Like I got choked up a little bit <laughs> when he wrote that he would no longer be writing the Peanuts comic strip. I think that was in like 2012 or something. Now, did someone pick up the mantle? It had one hell of a run. I don't, I don't think so. Okay. That was Charles Schultz, man, through and through. And, of course, Charlie Brown named after a, a guy he knew. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody on the on the uh, in the Peanuts was named after somebody he knew. Shout out to whoever Snoopy is. Peppermint Patty. Mm. Uh, all right. On this day in 1959. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone premiered on this day in 1959, which you can get on Netflix now, and I highly recommend it. Freaks me out too they're much. Very, they're, but that's what I'm saying. Because they didn't have the special effects and the CGI and all that kind of stuff. It's more it, mental. It's almost more terrifying. Yeah. Because it's it's so basic. I, I don't know. It, I love the old Twilight Zone. Uh, Freaks me out. On this day in, in 2017. When she was Sad note, we lost Tom Petty on this day back in 2017. Absolute bummer. Yeah. This, this to me, is the best Tom Petty song. Eh. Night for you? There's a lot of good ones. Now, here's a, here's a fun fact. Were you a King of the Hill fan? No. Did you know that he was a voice on King of the Hill? He played uh, Lucky on King of the Hill. No. Yes, he did. Now, this I think this clip is a little sped up, so it sounds kind of funky, but uh, this is him on King of the Hill. True story. I was at Costco one day, and all of a sudden, the nature called. Yelled, it's more like it. So I hightailed it into the john, and there's some sensitive guy changing his little boy's diaper on one of them baby ironing boards. And don't you know, I slipped on pee-pee and broke two vertebrae, which had to be fused together. I'm in constant pain, but by God, I got me a $53,000 settlement. Yeah, that was him on, uh, he played Lucky on King of the Hill. Didn't sound anything like him. That, that was a little sped up. Like he, Still. Lucky didn't sound like that, but yeah, that was him, man. Mm. Super cool. He played uh, Luann's boyfriend. It just, there, I had a shot, maybe, to go see Chris Stapleton and Tom Petty. Oh, my Two God. Two of my absolute favorites. Now, yeah. we had to drive to Chicago, and I was just like, eh. Nah. I'll, ca- I'll catch them when they come closer. And sure enough, yep. you know, it's just sometimes you just got to go for it, Yeah, put that effort in there, man. Never got to see Tom Petty live as one of my biggest musical regrets. Yeah, he was he was something special. Uh, celebrating a birthday, I only really got one for you today, oh. Wood. And the sound clip isn't even that good. But here it is. What do you mean you thought she knocked on our door? <laughs> How do you... Did you Wait, hear it? Not no, I didn't hear it. Are you no, 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 I didn't hear it. No, no, I'm Kelly Ripa. It's her birthday today. Oh, okay. That's her and her husband who now host uh, live with Kelly and I forget what his name is. Doug, Steve. I'm not sure what it is. Mo, she's, she's been she's been through a lot of them. A lot of co-hosts have come through that door. I mean, she's got to be hard to work with, right? I, that's the rumor. That's what Michael Strahan said. Because Michael Strahan quit, didn't even tell her, was just like, bye, I'm not doing this anymore. And I don't know about Ryan Seacrest. I don't know what the terms of him leaving was, if that was like bad or whatever, but... Because he stayed with the network, because that's the same network as Wheel of Fortune that he's taken over, right? 
Uh, Possibly? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, he didn't leave on bad terms, you would think, there. But, I mean, she has had quite a career because she took over when Regis was still there, right? Right. And I think she got her start in soap operas, right? And then she has just mowed through a ton of different people. And you know what they say. If everyone else is leaving and saying that, hey, this hasn't been fun. Yeah, you're the problem. Something stinks there, but I have no idea how old she is. She looks super young. She does. She's taking really good care. I didn't know she was this old, to be honest with you. I'm going to say she is 52 today. Oh, man, you're close, actually. She's the ripe old age of 53. I'm about to sneeze again. Oh, come on. Let's get it together. Goodness gracious. Oh, I don't know where that came from. Good girl. Uh, Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.